You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good? Point two point two FM while talking podcast. It is Latoya Justice Sharee And for those of you who don't know, who have been listening to my podcast for quite some time, I have been in and out. Like not in and out burger, but like in and out of doing the podcast. And it's not because I don't love doing it. Trust me, I love you. Um. Just like all of you guys, we're going through some changes because of COVID-19. 2020 sucked a big jelly donut sauce. It really was not good. Like, it really wasn't in a lot of ways. But in other ways, in other ways, you have to look for the rainbows when it rains. When it rains, look for rainbows. And the things that I come out, the rainbows that I got out of it, is it's really time for self-reflection. Like, what do I do next? How do I go forward? So lately, I've gone back to work. I've recently gone back to work, and I'm not going to lie, I missed it. Missed all my little germy babies, my little germ germs, my little baby babies. And it's been crazy. Like, I don't even think I'm going to do an intro to this episode because I really feel like I just want to talk. I just want to chit chat, you know what I'm saying? And I just want to check in with you guys because I don't want you to think that I do not love being on the podcast. It's just been a lot of things been going through my head. I've been taking a lot of me time. And during this time, I've been working on my mental health. I've been working on getting closure. I've been working on becoming healthy physically, mentally, emotionally. I have shut down every project that I was doing. And little by little, I've collected things to um, restart them at some point. But I know that the most important thing, the most important thing is to work on my physical, mental, emotional, and financial health for myself, for my family, and for being able to submit to God being able to be someone who is able to help other people. You cannot help others if you don't help yourself first. You can't love God. You cannot love God. You cannot love God or another person, a spouse, until you love yourself. You just can't. And I realize that there are a lot of things that have been happening. The last episode that I talked about was the Be Simone episode. And in that episode, there was a lot of things that I said. There were a lot of things that gave me some clarity. I've been doing a lot of research on what a lot of men think and a lot of people think lately. And it's it's crazy because beauty is definitely in the eye of the beholder. You may think, hey, I like that girl. She a little thick. She a little thick. And then somebody else may say, hey, man, she's not thick. She's just fat. And then someone would, someone may say, well, I like fat girls. And some people may say, she's hideous. She looks like the little dude off of Star Wars. I forget what his name is. The big blobby dude. 
Yeah. What's his name? Jubaba. I know that's not the name. I know it's not the name. I can't think of it. I cannot think of it. But lately, I've been just like, girl, like, you're not she that she got some wings on things. You're fat and you're morbidly obese and you have two kids and you have a spouse and you have goals and dreams and visions. And I can't go move forward with this podcast or my book or anything that has exposure where I have to constantly be thinking about that and then putting my health at risk. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's not that I'm not going to check in from time to time. I'm going to check in with you guys. And I'm going to try to do it once a week because I really feel like I love doing the podcast, but it's going to be more free form. It's not even going to be like going into the whole theme song, everything, because these are more free form episodes. They still are episodes, but these are going to be episodes that are just more me talking to you because I really want to get to know you guys. I can't really establish like anything with you guys, any rapport. And so I really give you like a look inside of me creating a bond with myself. Like I want to give myself all of me. I want to give my family all of me. I want to give my God all of me. And I want to give other people all of me. I can't help people, which is what I want to do until I've helped myself. You cannot, I mean, you can, you can. Would it be dumb? Mm, Pretty much. You shouldn't go on an aircraft and see it's crashing down and then not put your air mask on first. You can't help yourself. Now, if it's a difference between, hey, my son's going to live and me, I'm going to take care of my son every time, my daughter every time, you know, my spouse every time. But it's like some random person that you don't know, as much as I would love to save you, I got to save myself first before I can help you. I'm going to put my mask on first and then help you. If we've got enough masks, I got to put my mask on first before I can put your mask on. I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? I feel like things get real. They really do. They really do in life. And sometimes people panic. Listening to this man's podcast from the last episode, I can't even think of what his name is, honey. I don't know if I just don't want to say it or I just mentally have blocked him out. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, dude, I was talking about in the last podcast because I really just don't really want to dignify his name sometimes. But the truth is he has a point. He does have a point. A lot of men, and I'm not talking about the high quality, low quality at this point. A lot of men don't want to be with a woman who is obese or who is not within childbearing years. You're in a danger zone when you're between ages of 25 to 35. I do realize that. And then if you're morbidly obese, you're in a danger zone. You're in a danger zone. And a lot of people don't want to be with you. And it does seem like it's offensive. Like the whole Lizzo thing, Lizzo losing the weight, people getting mad. It's like, why wouldn't you stick up for the BBWs? We need you for the BBWs. But the reality is, how would you feel if your favorite artist who stuck up for BBWs just croaked and died? And then you're like... Oh, well, she was big and beautiful and she stood for us. But what about her life? What about her legacy? What about her ability to create a family or future projects? It's one thing to be confident in a big and beautiful woman. 
it's another thing to think about the fact that you have a future that you want to see, look forward to, and, and, and be a part of. Reality is you can't predict the future. Anything can happen to anyone. You can be the fittest person, the most righteous person, the nicest person, a saint for God's sakes, and still have something happen to you. But you should always prepare for the worst and hope for the best. You should always, because this is reality. You should always have your little stashy stash, little cashy cash on the side just in case a rainy day happens. Those are your rainbows. You should always take care of your health. And some things may take a little longer because you might not have the money to do certain things, but you should always find a way to get things together. Cheaper insurance that'll get you through, you know, finding a way to just listen to yourself and know when you're unhealthy, when when you don't feel okay when you don't feel like you're mentally stable it's a big problem with us nowadays where we're always wanting to look good but not actually be good it's like you want to get the a on the paper but you don't want to do the work to get the a you want to look like you learned something but you're actually cheating yourself more than you're cheating the teacher or anyone else and that's the reality of life we live in this microwavable social media lifestyle And don't get it twisted. I love my big, beautiful woman. And I love people who are able to just do whatever that fits the masses and they can fit in with the trend. Because, I mean, that's cool. You're a chameleon. You can fit in. But the reality is it's a challenge to go against the grain. It's a challenge to change. It's a challenge to be an old dog doing new tricks. Reinventing themselves to look more like a new dog. To be more like a new person, being reborn. It's a challenge to be reborn because you have to make a sacrifice. You have to change. And that's why I'm saying this. I'm going to take some time for me, but I'm still going to check in with you guys. Hopefully once a week, I would like to do an episode. But I really want to steer this podcast in a better direction. I want to teach people. I love book club. And if I don't get a bunch of people listening to me, fine. I don't want to do gossip. I feel like the episode that I did about, what's his name? The baby and um, the stripper lady was just a little bit too much. It was crazy. It was gossip. But it wasn't my intention. My intention really was to do something that was more positive. to, To tell people that who are doing these platforms that they need to really think about the fact that these are people with real lives. And it's, it's so important. Like these are people with real lives and they have real feelings and emotions and they need to, they need to think about the fact that, yeah, that, um, it takes real, it takes real time and energy out of these people's lives to have to deal with the social media. It's fun gossip. It is, for people, ooh, girl, did you see the tea? But let me tell you something. Tea is only hot for so long. Eventually, you have to rewarm it. And if you rewarm it too much, it becomes new, nasty, and bland. My goal is not to spread tea. My goal is not to tell you about a bunch of things in life that are not wonderful. My goal is to give you education and insight to my own life, but also to do book clubs and education to different cultures and different world events that really are important. 
you know, I feel like for a long time, I was just doing the podcast. I like doing the podcast. Let me stop lying. I love doing the podcast, but I didn't know what to, which direction I was going into. I know that this is going to be a blog of my life, a podcast blog, so a plog, a plog, if you will. And it's also going to talk about books and education and real life family issues and health issues and things that are needing to be talked about. You know, I think that when the walls talk, you want them to say something real. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want it to be something that if my children were to listen to this or my students were to listen to this, they would not learn anything of substance. I want people to take away something, you know, hope and 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 honesty and humbleness and realness. I don't know why I put a T on humble. I said humbleness this, but it's all right. We're going we gonna to flow with that. But I just really wanted to be something real because, I mean, there has been a lot of vulnerable moments in the last eight or nine months for everybody across the board. Shout out to my Irish listeners who are listening. Shout out to my Nigerian listeners. Shout out to my UK listeners. Shout out to my United States listeners. Woo, woo. So, listen, I just really wanted to shout y'all out because it's been a long time since I've been on here. You know, and like, I don't know how effective this is going to be. But for me, this is really just something I'm doing starting off right now. It's just a hobby. Like, at first I was like trying to take this super seriously. But I'm like, yo, I really don't have that time right now because I have to work on my health. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially. So I'm just going to try to check in with you guys once a week, you know. And then... Once I get more stable and I get my creativity underway, I get my book underway and finish my first book, then I will work on trying to take all these old episodes and put them up on YouTube. I mean, that's like the next best thing. And then work on new season four. But right now we're still in season three, baby. We're still in season three. We're still in season three. Because I have to get myself together. I have no idea where the direction of this podcast is going to take me. And that's okay. Because sometimes in life you have to figure it out as you go along. But the only way to figure it out as you go along is actually to go along first and then figure it out. You can't just remain stagnant. Remaining still does not get things done. You cannot miss something you've never had. You can't miss something you never had. And if you knew better, you do better. If you know better, you do better. So at this point, I just know I have to just take it. Like Jordan Sparks says, one step at a time, no need to rush. It's like learning to ride or falling in love. I feel like I said the whole song right there. But I don't care because I love Jordan Sparks. She's my jam. And I will talk about different songs that motivate me to get through this time. Because honestly, songs and music really motivate me. Yesterday, I did something really big. Like, I did something really big, you guys. Like, I went for a walk. I went for a walk, and it wasn't inside my house. It was outside. (laughs) I know y'all like, girl, shut up. But I did. I went for a walk outside. And at first, when I went for the walk, because I was planning to walk to the gym, but I had been liquid fasting the whole day. And what I did not realize is my body was cramping up. Cramp, 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 cramping up. 
And it was not feeling it. And plus, I had left my phone with my music at home. So I had to go all the way back home after I did a big chunk of this walk. And I sat down for a few minutes. And then I got back up, went for another walk. Because I was like, uh-uh, boo-boo, we going to get a walk in. So in total, I did about a 40-minute walk. And I'm proud of myself because I got out the house, got me some fresh air, you know what I'm saying? And I thought it was cool. And on top of that, I didn't say this. Well, last week I applied for a summer position as a, I know I'm going from place to place, but y'all got to keep up. Just keep up, honey. Just keep up. But anyway, I applied for a position, position, um, at the Boys and Girls Club because as a substitute teacher, like if kids are not in school, you do not have a job. You're just dead. You're just dead. You're just dead. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like I needed a position doing something. I don't want to do something that I don't want to do. Like you guys, if you listen to the podcast since I started when I was working at Popeye's and how much I hated working at Popeye's. At first it was dope. Because the smell was getting to me. The New Orleans thing. I was thinking about Kevin Gates. I was like, oh, snap. I'm killing it. Women are smart. But then, after a while, I was like, oh, these customers are straight up tripping. They just be saying stuff. And I have no idea what's on the menu at Popeye's. I just don't go there. I just don't go. You would think a big black woman would go to Popeye's. But I don't. I just don't. I don't know why. I guess it's because I was born in North, but raised in Brownsville, New Jersey, and there was no Popeyes nowhere near Brownsville, New Jersey, no Cluckers, chicken, we didn't really do that, our thing was KFC, and we really didn't do it like that, you know what I'm saying, so I, I wasn't feeling it, so back to what I was saying, I applied for this position, and at first I was like, because, and thankfully, it was because somebody I know for my job already works there and she got me some a leg up but at first I was like man they're not gonna talk to me they're not gonna interview me and then my first ordeal was the resume like how am I gonna get through this resume honey I don't even know what I did with my old resume which my old resume was not tailored to a teaching job it was teach it was tailored to being a business manager or a retail store it was never tailored to it was never tailored to teaching. Like, I never, like, I always dreamed to be a teacher when I was a kid, but I never thought, hey, man, I'm going to do stuff with kids. Like, that was never my thing to think that I was going to do. I always thought it was a dream, but I just never thought I was going to be doing this. Ba-ba-da-ba! That's what I'm doing. So, anywho, so I had to first make the resume and, guys, the cover letter. When I tell you it took me like seven hours to do this, oh my God, (laughs) it took me seven hours. Like I was sitting here thinking to myself, really, really dude, really, I'm sitting at the kitchen table, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here like I'm, like I'm on my business, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm feeling like, hey man, I'm too fly to be stressed. I'ma just be blessed. And and seven hours later, I finally finished it. I felt like I had hiked a whole mountain when I submitted that resume to this to, to this email. I was like, yo, man, I done climbed Mount Everest, came back down, took a billy goat from his mother, fed him, made him grow with magical beans. 
That's what I felt like. I felt like the beanstalk with, with Jack. Felt like Jack and the beanstalk. I felt like I climbed, got the golden goose, went back down. Lays them eggs. I, I, that's not what I did. The goose would have laid the egg. Anyway, I felt, I felt like I accomplished something. I did feel great. So the first few days, I ain't received anything. Nothing. No message. Nothing. 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 No messages. So I'm sitting here saying to myself, man, maybe my resume was not good enough because <laughs> it wasn't professional. You know, <laughs> it was kind of like a last minute deal that took me the whole day to do. And so finally he emailed me back. But when he emailed me back, he didn't say an interview. He said, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. It took him like two or three days to email me back. So I was like, oh, he's not going to give me an interview. I really want this job, but I kind of don't. Maybe I don't even need this job. God doesn't want me to have this job. I'm freaking out. Like, I'm literally having an out-of-body, in-body experience. Like, it's just the whole thing. So then, you know what I'm saying? I finally, finally get an email from someone about an interview several days later. Friday, that Friday. Now, this started on that Monday when I, oh, I sent it in. No, I sent it in that Sunday night. Got the information back from him that Wednesday. He, the other boss, emailed about an in- interview for tomorrow, which is Monday. So I was like, okay, cool. And so the word, the weird thing about it was, no, it was that Thursday. The weird thing about it was he said he wanted to, <laughs> this is how ditzy my mind was because I was so excited. <laughs> like, I just was like, I didn't really like read what he said. I kind of was like, whatever. He said, um, the best time that will work with us is between two and four. So I'm thinking he's going to have the interview from two and four. Didn't read over it and think about the fact that he was saying to me, pick a time between two and four. <laughs> so I had to think about it again. And me, you know, I'm in my head like a woman is. So I had to rethink it. Like, what did he say? What did he really mean? Because he's not emailing me back. So I go and I reread the inter- the email. And I was like, Justice. Girl, you so crazy. <laughs> Give him a time. So I gave him a time. And he emailed me back like the next day and said that would work out perfectly. That was that Friday when he emailed me back. So Monday I go there at 3 o'clock. I'm freaking out because I'm like, how am I going to get there? And I'm probably just going to take a cab there. Because at first I was like, I was, I'm going to walk there. And then when I realized my body with this whole thing going on is not equipped for that yet. So let's just go ahead and take a cab because we cannot. When I tell you we, we, <laughs> we, we cannot. And so I'm still in my head. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, what if I'm not good enough? What if I don't get the job? What if I do get the job and I hate it? And honestly, I don't think I'll hate it. I just think it's different because I'm so used to the flexibility as a substitute teacher. Um, But I actually prefer it like this because that way I have a backup plan. And the great flexibility is if I needed to take a week off because I had to work on a project, I could. Or if I needed to take a week off because my daughter, my son, or my spouse, or even myself was sick or something was going on important I could do it and that's really important because my thing is I love things that are in education 
And I love being a substitute teacher and I love the kids and I love the ability to feel like I'm making a change. Um, I'm learning every day how to be a better mother, how to be a better woman, how to be a better teacher through these people. There have been really crazy scenarios where I freaked out and was in my head. But I've realized that I have to stop being so critical of myself and people around me because maybe there's people who really do care, but they just don't know me well enough for me to really get into it. Like, I'm I'm an instant fall in love person. Like, I'm there. Like, we're there. Like, when I feel something, I'm in it. Like, my heart is there. Like, let's go with it. But I also am a double backer. And a double backer is a person who thinks about things all the time. Like I rethink and rethink things. So when I think I'm doing too much, I'll withdraw. And it's not because I don't care about those things. It's because I want to do the right thing, not just by myself, but the people around me, the people that are involved. I have to think about the fact that I have myself, my son, my daughter, my spouse, and then the people who are involved in that circumstance feelings to consider. And so I'm always trying to be fair and trying to be just because I don't want to do the wrong thing. If ever I've ever backed away from a person completely and just done it, it's because I've shut down. And it's not because I hate you. It's because there was something that was done that hurt me like really bad. And it may have took me some time to really realize that, but I also feel like it's not best for me and my family. And that's why I've ever, if ever I've shut down and backed away from a person, it was like, this is going to get me into trouble. This is going to cause me more grief because chances are it has already caused me a ton of grief. And so back to what I was saying, you know, I do fear certain things with people, like new experiences, but I know that I have to just give it a chance. You know, you can't miss something you never had and you can't really make a, like an opinion about a job until you really know. And the chances are there's a possibility I might not get the job. I might not, they may consider somebody else. And even if I get the job, I may not be able to keep it. And if I do, if I am able to keep it and I do love this job and it is something that I do every single day, every year for the rest of my life or for however long I have to do this, um, to, to just like, just, to just be the right person to take care of these students, these children, I pray that I do it in a way where I can not only take care of these children, but take care of my kids and that I can learn things that I can implement to help my family. Sorry. And not only just help my family, but like other children as well. Children that may not be a part of the Boys and Girls Club, that may not be students at schools that I'm teaching at. You know what I'm saying? It's just so important. Like, I want to be a good doer. My goal is to be a good doer. And I think everybody should be a good doer. I want to use it to help me to give me the, the, the strength, the energy, and the courage to be a volunteer in different environments. Because I've done volunteering before, and I love it. But I just I just want to just open up myself to, to Statesboro, Georgia. Like, I've never been so whole again. Like, this is the closest thing I've felt to like Browns Mills, New Jersey. And it feels like it's closure because it's something that I never got to do as a kid. Like I never really got to grow old and grow into my city of Browns Mills, New Jersey because I've moved around so much. But this is the first time I'm ever in a stable environment. And so I realized that this is the time. This is the time. Like at first I was ready to move. I was ready to do this, that, and that, and that. And I'm like, yo, while you are here, while you're in a situation where you can afford to do so, carpe diem seize the day because when you love what you have you have everything you need 
and I love what I have. So I have to take this opportunity to grow because it's better to start from the bottom. It's better to get it out the mud. I've always said this message, <laughs> like this is my message. <laughs> I've always felt like this. I've, I've loved this saying that I heard, you know, it's an old saying, but I've loved it ever since I heard it from Kevin Gates. Cause I believe a lot of things that he say says really speak to me in a different way. I really take knowledge from anything. And I really feel like this is the time in my journey where it's time to start new. There are certain things that I won't be able to start today but I'm getting ready for it tomorrow or a year from now. You know, I'm getting ready or two years from now or 10 years from now, but I'm getting ready for it. You know, it's just what a bee does. You collect the pollen, you make the honey, and maybe today you don't need it, but maybe tomorrow you do. Maybe 10 years, I mean, 10 months from now you do. When the winter comes, you're ready. And so that's my goal is to be <laughs> ready. Like my pun? <laughs> Do you like it? Zzz, be ready. No, you probably don't. But it doesn't matter. I love it. Kind of does because, I mean, you're my guys and gals. But still, I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> but anyway, I really want to take this in a direction where I'm doing the right thing. I want to learn more and do more. My goal is to talk about my journey and talk about knowledge. But I also want to talk about books and literature that are important that will help the climate of people's environment. I also want to talk about literature where it stems from. I've been watching a lot of John Solo. And I've, over the years, watched a lot of Flip the Footman and wanted to help with real estate. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, boo. I'm not because, I mean, there's a lot of things that I need to do first. I realized that a lot of things that I backed out of because my health wasn't right mentally and physically and emotionally. And it was because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. I didn't get myself together first. It's kind of like making a big speech about something that's very important, but you didn't write the speech. You have no idea what you're going to talk about and you get up to make the speech and it's something important and you have nothing to say so nobody listens to you and it's something about change that needs to be done and then there's no changes made because there's no speech made no powerpoints no type of research done and it's not articulated correctly and so that is my goal is to be better I'm hoping to do a lot of other things but it has to come at the right time because at what cost would it come if I'm not healthy enough to finish these projects and then something happens? You know, I really have to think things through the right way. Think smarter, not harder. So that's what this podcast episode today is about. Thinking smarter, not harder. I've been talking for 30 minutes and it's quite a long time, but it's really important. You know what I'm saying today. So I'm hoping that you guys get this episode. I'm hoping that you love it. Um, we're just going to talk about different things in this in this thing. And just vlog it. And if I feel like I want to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. But this is about my journey. And the reason why I would talk about books is because I want to learn more. And like Maya Angelou said, if you learn something, teach it. 
if you get something, share it. And that's my goal. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you love this episode. I'm not going to put any type of sponsors or anything on this episode because this is pretty much, you know what I'm saying? I guess like a trailer. Like it, it, it's just going to explain like what I'm going to be doing because I don't want to pretend like I'm going to be able to do this every single day or even every single week, you know, because I, I haven't been. Like, girl, you haven't been. No, that's not even really hot. So I don't know how. Anyway. Um, I haven't been because it's just been so, it's just been so, so working on myself, I know that I can probably, hopefully dedicate one freestyle episode to you guys per week. All right, well, I'm going to close this out and just remember you guys, you need to rub it up with a face mask and also don't forget. When you love what you have, you have everything you need. Until next time, guys, this is Latoya Cherie, and I'm signing off with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Until next time, smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point FM Wall Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Cherie, and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our Twitter. Twitter lately. Smooches. Peace. Until next time. <laughs>